All right, and the last announcement would be um, from our very own guest speaker this morning. We're talking about her Declare and Decree um, workshop coming up November 10. I'm going to assume that you're going to get, fill us in a little bit more on that. And um, Rasheen has a beautiful ministry, the Declare and Decree. And uh, we are just so blessed to have her this morning. Um, funny thing is, she was here last May. Uh, May 3rd, and I didn't get to hear her because I got pulled out. That was the day my father-in-law died and was raised back to life. So I was busy doing God's uh, thing over there, <laughs> and she was busy blessing you here. I can't wait to, to hear you this morning. <laughs> but um, just to, to say, uh, Rasheen and I have become friends and just really felt connected, even though I didn't get to hear her speak. And so I just knew that we had to have her back. Um, she's been in the ministry for 25-plus years, um, pastors with her husband, Robert, at uh, Dream Builders International Church, which is a local church. Um, they've been married 23 years this Sunday. Happy anniversary. And have two teenage children. And her vision is, she says, I'm called to change the atmosphere when she goes and to see people of God receive their breakthrough. Hmm, I think we've got a theme going here about breaking through, breaking free, to be uh, to break forth into what God has for us. But would you help me welcome Pastor Rachel Sims this morning? We're so glad you're here. Bless you. Good morning. It's so good to see all of you out so early in the morning. I'm a morning person. Anybody a morning person? Great. My morning starts at 4 a.m., so I get up. Yeah, y'all said not that early, right? <laughs> so I get up every morning at 4. That's my time with God and um, before my kids get up and get to moving and um, get my husband going um, for work and all of that. But I am so glad to be back here um, at Res Life to be with all you great women of God. Um, how many women were here the last time I spoke? Oh, great. So how many never heard me speak? Wow, that's great. That's awesome. Well, it's not going to be me speaking. It'll be the, the Holy Spirit speaking through me. Amen. So um, before I get started, I, I kind of want to share just a little bit about me so, so you guys know. Um, formerly, um, I was on staff at Grand Rapids First, Assembly of God here in Grand Rapids. Um, served there for 15 years on the pastoral team um, until my husband um, felt the calling of God to, to plant our own church. So we have planted our own church. It's a year old. It's called Dream Builders International Church. And um, it's going well. It's, it's, it's um, I call it... Um, it's, um, it's, grow it's a growing church. That's what I call it. It's a growing church. I'm very careful how I speak my words, so I'm going to declare the right thing. But it's a growing church. Um, God has really blessed us, and it's just it's going very well. Me and my husband will be married 23 years um, Sunday. I'm excited about that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. That's a blessing. And we have two teenage kids. Um, that's a blessing. You guys all know teenagers are a blessing, right? Praise the Lord. <laughs> So I have, a, I have a son and um, a daughter, and I adopted both of my kids. My son um, was six weeks old when we got him, and my daughter was one. And I kind of shared a little bit of my testimony um, last time. I wasn't able to um, have children. Um, I fought ovarian cancer for quite a, a bit, and, um, but I am a winner over that. I'm winning through that. Amen? So God has been great. So I, I loved your theme that you've been um, really talking about is breakthrough because that's what my whole life is about. It's about breaking through. Um, and it, you guys all know the power of our words and what we say each and every day 
um, can, can cause us to have a breakthrough, but it also can stop us from having a breakthrough. So this morning, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, as I was praying this morning on how God would have me to share, I'm going to share a little bit, but I also, um, he's really stirred me. I've flown the prophetic, and so he's already given me some, some things to speak um, over some of you women that are in, the, in this very room. Matter of fact, was that your daughter that was leading? Is she still in here or did she leave? She'll be here. What's her name? Amy. 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 Amy, are you still here? Okay. Don't worry about She'll it. She'll be in short. That's okay. The word's not going to leave. I got it. <laughs> I got it for her. So anyway, I am so glad to be here. I want to start out and is that me buzzing? Yes. Okay. I want to start out and, and pray. And, um, and I want you guys to pray with me. Don't have me praying alone. All right. You guys ready? Father, we give you glory, we give you praise. God, we thank you for another opportunity, God, that we get to share your word, God. We get to worship this morning, God, in spirit and truth. God, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for the breath in our body this morning. God, thank you that we're able to give you praise and give you glory. And so, God, I pray this morning, God, as you have given me uh, the words to say this morning, God, I pray, God, that lives will be changed, that lives will be challenged, and that the women in this room, God, will experience a divine breakthrough from you, God, that barriers in their life will be broken this morning in Jesus' name. God, that they will leave changed. And so, God, we give you the glory and we give you praise and we thank you, God, for what you're going to do in advance. Matter of fact, God, we put our hands together right now and give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. Come on, the enemy is defeated as you begin to clap your hands. God, we declare and we decree that great things are happening in this room right now in Jesus' name. So we give you glory and we give you praise. We magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And God, we say this morning, have your way. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amy is here. Where's Amy? Hey, Amy. So let me just, let me, let me share this with you real quick. So you were up there, and so I wrote down something. And... Um, the Lord told me to tell you to begin to write if you are not writing. But um, you have a, a divine anointing um, for healing, but it's, it's going to be through songs. And so um, he said, just begin to begin to write. Um, and as you begin to sing the songs, um, there'll be people coming right up out of wheelchairs um, that will experience divine breakthroughs through the songs that God has given you. Um, there's a, there's a particular song that the Lord showed me that he has given you um, that is, the song is it's not going to, you know, sometimes we can write stuff and it can just, okay, that's just for this house or whatever. But the song that God has given you is for the nation. So I want you to um, really seek, really run after God like you always do in your time with him. But the song that God has given you is for the nation. Um, it is going to be nationwide. It is. And um, I want you, as you're writing, um, write the dates and, and the times and all of that. Just um, constantly journal what God has given you. But um, songs of healing are in you. Amen? Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're talking about breakthrough. Anybody in here need a breakthrough or everybody's already broken through and free? <laughs> Hallelujah. What is a breakthrough? Let me tell you what it is. It is an offensive trust that penetrates and carries beyond a defensive line in warfare. 
Breakthroughs are not something you just sit around and wait for. You, are, you, you already know, you can't just sit around and just wait for a breakthrough. You know, God, I'm just waiting for a breakthrough. When I was fighting um, ovarian cancer, I couldn't just sit there and say, all right, God, I'm, just, I'm believing you for a breakthrough. I had to get up. I had to read the word. I had to, my whole mindset had to change. I had to ask God for a mind shift. And I had to begin to attack the enemy every way that he would go. So I just, I found every healing scripture I could find. And I just put my name in it. And I, when I got up and declared, I had my name in those healing scriptures. Because the word works. Amen? Amen. Breakthrough is an offensive strike through the enemy lines. God does it, but he's already commanded it. He already wants it to happen. A breakthrough is when you take an offensive step and say, I'm going to act on what I believe is true. So I believe that we have believers in the room this morning. Amen. And we are people that are going to trust God. And that's a big one, trusting God. You know, we can trust God when everything is, all the bills are paid and things are just flowing. We can kind of like float through, like life is wonderful, life is good. But the minute we get hit, we're like, okay, God. And sometimes we want to help God. Anybody ever want to help God or am I the only one? I'm like, okay, God, let me help you with this situation. And you know, that can get you in a lot of trouble when you try to help God. Well, sometimes we just need to, Rest, relax, and wait on him and trust that we have a God that's big enough to handle every situation in our life, every situation. I know for me, when I was fighting it, I said, God, you are bigger than this this thing that they're calling. You know, all these things they they were saying it was doing. I would never call out the name because that wasn't what I was declaring. And um, I said, you're bigger than that. You're a big God and you can handle every situation. And so whatever your situation is that you're believing God for a breakthrough, I just want you to know that you can trust God. Say, I I can can trust God concerning concerning my situation. situation. Now, how many of you believe what you just said? Amen. We trust God. We are believers that trust God. The other thing that breakthrough is second is an act or instance of breaking through a barrier. It could be a relationship, it can be an addiction, um, a lie, a false belief, it could be what, what you've been through, it could be an environment at work, but it, isn't it interesting uh, what Jesus says, and um, I know you all know Matthew 16, 18, that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. What was he saying? He says the church is moving offensive and when it hits barriers, here's the promise. I will be with you always. I love that. No matter what you go through in life, you know, you can have friends that can hang with you for for a short time, but God, he's with you always. Through every trial, through every tribulation, through good times, through bad times, through joy, through sorrow, God never leaves us. He never leaves us. Never, never leaves us. The third definition is this, and this was very interesting. It is a sudden, it is a sudden breakthrough. There is a process, and there's an investment, and there's a prayer involved, and there are people involved, and there are steps that are involved to get your sudden breakthrough. And so what I'm going to do this morning, I'm going to try to give you some, some, um, some barriers that block us from receiving our breakthrough and how we can receive those breakthroughs. Are you guys ready for that? Yes. 
So you're probably asking, what are some of the barriers that hold us back from breakthrough? And I'm sure your mind is going, you're thinking about all, a lot of different things. First of all, let me tell you this. The God who made you loves you just the way you are. He loves you. He wants to bless you. He's all for you. He wants intimate relationship with you. We have to have a change of mind, and we have to begin to think differently about how God thinks about us. Now, you know, um, I, I, I should have brought some pictures and showed you guys, but I used to be overweight. Um, I grew up, um, you know, back in the day, they, they called you chubby or whatever. <laughs> but it's really overweight. Uh, I was not healthy. And um, so that was one thing that I said before I turned 50, I wanted to begin to lose weight. I wanted to really work on, and I'm still trying to reach my goal. My goal is 167. I'm almost there. Um, but in order to get there, there was a process that I had to go through. So in breakthroughs, when you're believing God for a breakthrough, you know, you can pray for a breakthrough, and you can wake up and say, all right, Lord, the breakthrough didn't happen. What happened? <laughs> it's not a microwave experience. You don't want to break through like that. You got to go through the process. And there are processes in our life that we have to go through to experience divine breakthroughs. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the barriers that block our breakthroughs. So one of the, uh, the barriers that I wrote down, one of the barriers of breakthrough is unbelief that God has good plans for your life. A wrong mindset can lead you to believe in the wrong things and move towards it. That you have to believe God in God's goodness, that God has already willed the breakthrough for your life. One of the keys to breakthrough, therefore, is that you are to take the first step of faith, which is to believe that your God loves you so much that he wants to see you free from whatever that barrier is that's blocking your way. Another barrier uh, breakthrough in your life is the lack of persistence, persistence in prayer. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I've had uh, people that I've prayed for in my family that I wanted to receive um, Christ. And a lot of times, it can come very discouraging when you've been praying. You, you know, you see them, you're like, I've been praying for them for almost 15 years, and they still haven't come to the Lord. But guess what? Keep praying. Because guess what? Behind the scenes, God is working. We can't always see what God is doing. I could always see what God was doing with my cancer, but God was doing some things. So you can't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Keep praying because God is working behind the scenes. We feel our prayers are ineffective sometimes. For many, they forget that heaven's timeline does not work instantaneously. So they get discouraged when the answer does not come right away. When we do not see instant results, the typical response is to fall back. I want to encourage you to fall forward. Amen? Sometimes we do not feel close to God. So sometimes we fall into comparison and we don't see ourselves as being as spiritual as others. Sometimes we compare ourselves as women. We do that. We feel far from God, so when we approach him, we don't carry the boldness we need to act in confidence and faith. The other thing is distractions. Now, I know, I know you all don't deal with distractions in here. <laughs> but when I get up in the morning for my prayer time, it's always a little distraction. <laughs> and, um, but what I've learned to do in my distractions is always have a pen and paper 
um, right by my side. Because what happens is when you begin to pray, what does the enemy do? He starts reminding you of all the things that you need to get done today. Oh, yeah, I need to make sure I pick this up at the grocery store. And I'm like, why am I thinking of that? And I'm up praying. Oh, make sure you do this. And so I always get a pen and paper, and I just start taking notes. I'll just write that so I'm not distracted. I believe one of Satan's devices to keep the church from praying is the constant distractions filling your, your, your day and your life with things that are necessarily evil. But distract from the priorities of heaven keeps, them, keeps us busy so that we feel a false sense of we rely on our own strength. The fact of the matter is that judging by our daily routines, people, many people do not even need God. It's our day marked with a clear need for God to meet us in our world. If so, it would be evident in your prayer, like often we have what we need, so we go out about our day in our own strengths. So I want to encourage you to put God in your life every day. You know, so I hear people say, oh, I'm so busy. I don't think you can be too busy for him. You know, um, sometimes I'll get in my car and pray. Me and my kids, my kids, my son is, um, will be 17 in December. I, had the, I, had the, I almost messed up with my daughter's age. Somebody asked me how old she was and she was in the car. I couldn't remember that she had just turned um, 16. I kept saying she's 15. She says, Mom, I'm, I'm 16. <laughs> and um, so every morning since my kids were little, we, we did these confessions, and we still do the confessions. And so whatever you have done um, consistently in your life, consistent in your life, in your prayer time, keep doing it. It's working. God is doing it. And I'm saying this because I have teens, and sometimes when they're teens, sometimes you don't think they're paying attention or they don't get it. But guess what? They remember. Because my son, he told me um, one time, um, I had said to him, because we do these declarations every morning, and I said, um, how did I say it? Um, I confessed something about my body because I was working. I said, I want to lose 30 more pounds. I said, well, I'm going I'm to stop. I'm good at where I am. He says, Mom, did you just speak that? <laughs> he, said, he said, what did you tell us this morning? And I just kind of laughed because I'm thinking, oh, now he's telling me. <laughs> so your kids do listen to you. So keep declaring, keep speaking what God has given you. And don't allow distractions to get in your way. Um, keep a daily routine of putting God first in everything that you do and everything that you say. The other thing is that the other thing that distracts us is that we feel like God will not hear or nothing will happen. Many people do not have a level of faith in their heart to believe God hears their prayers. If he does, they haven't seen any results. So what's going to be different this time? Some people feel that way. I just want to encourage you today to keep praying that God hears you. He hears every prayer. Everything that you desire in your heart, God sees it and he hears it. And guess what? He's going to give it to you in the right time. A lot of times we want to rush God and we want things right away. But there's a process. So enjoy the process. Do it with joy. Whenever I'm going through the process of something and I'm believing God for something, it's like I have to declare, God, I have the joy of the Lord as I'm going through this process. Now, sometimes I don't feel the joy when I say it. <laughs> but the more I say it, the joy comes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Father. You're worthy of the glory and the praise. I'm so glad that God's word works. It never changes. The other barrier, one of the barriers that can also cause block breakthrough in your life is what you declare. Out of your mouth. Words have the power to shape uh, the course of your life, 
If you want breakthrough to come up on the areas of your life you have been praying for, you have to begin to speak the right things. Now, how many of you can say you've always spoke the right things? Raise your hand, because I want to meet you and I want to come talk to you. <laughs> how many say I'm working on it each and every day? Hallelujah. And you guys know when the pressure comes and things happen, sometimes we speak things that we should not speak. And what I do, I always go back and say, okay, I cancel those words in Jesus' name. Let me start over. Seriously. And sometimes we know um, those that are closest to you can cause you to speak things that you should not speak. Seriously. You can wake up and say, it's going to be a great day. I, um, I preach uh, one Sunday morning at the church. We're talking about the power of our words. And um, I told everybody, I said, tomorrow is going to be a great day. It's going to be an awesome day. Because usually people say Mondays are like, oh, I just, you know, it's jury or whatever. And what happened was that Monday, it was pouring raining. So I felt led. Let me send a text to everybody and say, today's a great day. In spite of the rain, in spite of the thunderstorms, Tell me what God has done for you this morning. Did you wake up this morning and you blessed? And so we have to, you can change the atmosphere wherever you are. You can change the atmosphere wherever you are by declaring the right words and speaking the right thing. And so I choose each and every day in my life to change the atmosphere. I choose to do that. If I can, I walk in somewhere and I can, you can, you can walk in anywhere and you can feel Tension, you can feel strife, you can feel anything. It's like, okay, I just walked in. I'm the change agent. I'm going to change the atmosphere. <laughs> and you have the power to do that. You have the power to do that. You have the power to change the atmosphere wherever you are with the power of your words. Let me share a little testimony about how the power of your words can change everything in your life. And I love to be transparent because I think it just really helps people. Um, I'm not a deep person and, you know, all of that. I'm just, I'm just real, just a real person. And um, we all go through things in our life. All of us, we go through different things in our life. And I share with you guys the story about the power of declaring the last time when I told you guys I was believing God for my grandmother's home while she was living in it. Remember I told you that? I don't know. If, how many of you heard the story? How many have not? Okay, I'm going to tell the story again. <laughs> So anyway, my, grand, my grandfather um, was a pastor here at New Hope Baptist Church for 38 years. Um, he served here. And my Aunt Barbara's here, um, Barbara Reynolds. Um, she was a part of that as well. And um, he served there for 38 years. And um, so I always loved going to my grandparents' home. They were the first African-Americans to build in East Grand Rapids. And so it was a big deal. And so it was a lot of history in the home. And so when my grandfather went to be with the Lord, um, my grandmother went through, um, what's, I'm trying to think of the words, when someone passes away, grief class. She went through grief class, and I went with her. And one of the things they said um, in the grief class is, you might want to change your atmosphere in your home so that it's not so familiar um, with your husband in there. And so I told my grandmother, I will help you. Now, she didn't know that in the back of my mind, I was helping her because in my mind, I'm, take, I'm getting this house. Ever since I was little, I've always journaled and wrote declarations, um, even when I was very young. And so I always declared that this house was going to be mine. Now, I knew she wasn't going to give it to me. I had to buy it. But I, I was like, I'm going to help her decorate this because in my mind, this is going to be mine. 
And so she says, we're going to start with each room. And I was so excited. She couldn't understand, why are you so excited about doing this? this is so, she said, this is so fun. I'm so glad that you're so happy to do this. And she just didn't know that I was so excited because I'm like, I'm going to be living here. This is great. <laughs> so we started with the living room. And my grandmother, uh, she was uh, really into decorating. And some of the things she had, I, really, I didn't like it. So I was like, oh, I want to change that. But I can't tell her I want to change it because then she'll know, like, why do you want to change it? So all the, all the rooms had, um, you guys all know back in the day, everybody had the cascade curtains, you know, done very formal. And so JCPenney's that came through, and, you know, they had did all that. She had all that in there. And so she wanted to take all those curtains down in all the, in all the areas and have blinds, you know, they, they, everybody started getting blinds done and stuff. And I was like, yes, yes, take those curtains now. And um, so she went and did the living room over. She did the bedrooms over. I helped do the paint. So I was so excited. And I was like, this, de this declaring thing is really working. This is great. <laughs> and so um, I'm not going to go through the whole story because it would take me forever. But um, what she said to me, uh, my grandmother said the home, she said to me one day, she said, the home is, you know, it's just too much work. It's, it's just too much work for me. And she says, if you and your husband want to come over tonight, I want to talk to you guys. And so she's telling me this, and I mean, I was, there was such an excitement that was going on in my stuff. I said, I think she's going to ask if we want to buy the house. I'm so excited. I have decorated this home. I have, I have come over here almost every weekend to celebrate with them. Every weekend, every weekend, me and my sisters would go over there. That was just part of what we did with my grandparents. Um, and so my grandmother had us come over, and she said, I think I, I want to sell the home um, to you and your husband. Are you guys interested? Now, I didn't want to jump in and say, yes. I had to, like, you know, I had to kind of take it through the process, like I told you all. <laughs> so I said, you're thinking about selling the home? I said, why? And she said, well, it's too big, and, you know, and I got people coming to clean up, and it's just too much. And I said, so she said, you guys think about it. So I kind of looked at my husband like, we don't need to think about it. We don't think about it. <laughs> so I told her, um, she said, you guys making me an offer. And we'll just go go like that. And I was like, make your offer. And I was thinking, I don't know what to, I don't know what to offer. I don't want to stay too low, you know, and I don't want to go too high. So I'm like, okay, God, what should, what should the offer be? So I gave her an offer, and um, she did. I, I don't know all the words, but she did something where once you go through the mortgage company, she kind of gifted part of it um, as a gift. And um, so anyway, I got the house. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So I've been in the house about 11 years, but the power of that whole story is there is power in what you speak um, in your life. There's power in what you believe in your life. And know that our God is so big that he knows every desire in your heart. He knows everything that you desire to have and everything that you want in your life. And God is going to give it to you in his timing. We cannot rush God. If I would have rushed God earlier, we would not have been ready to take on a house. So I'm so glad that I waited on God and allowed him to bless me when it was time. The other thing is breakthrough in your health. A lot of times we are our own barriers in that area. You know, God can speak to us and say, hey, don't, don't eat that donut. <laughs> You're like, no, nope, I'm going to eat this just one more time. And that one more time turns into one more time, two more times, three more times. And so we have to learn to listen as the Holy Spirit um, speaks to us 
and say, you know what, I'm not going to eat this donut. I'm going to go ahead and eat this yogurt and granola because that's what God wants you to do because you want to you be healthy. We all want to be healthy, but we're not willing to go through the process of life. And so breakthrough happens in our life when we're willing to listen to God, be obedient to what he's saying to do, and go through the process. That's the hard part. That's really the hard part is go through the process. All right, how about marriages? People need breakthroughs in their marriages. Marriage is work. It is a lot of work because you have two different people trying to come together and be one. When me and my husband um, got married, it was hilarious because I grew up totally different than him. My mom, and as I grew in the marriage, I realized some of the things I was doing that I need to stop doing because like, you're like OCD over the top. You need to stop. I mean, I really had to tell myself that. But every night before we would go to bed, my mom, as I grew up, my mom would, you could never have anything dirty in the kitchen. Everything had to be clean. And she would always vacuum all the floors. I mean, she would always clean up. And I used to think, why is she always cleaning up? Nobody's here. I mean, it's just her. She says, you never know what can happen in the middle of the night. Somebody might have need to come over. So the home has to be in order. And so we grew up, um, how, how we grew up, how we would keep our rooms in order, my mom always said, Jesus could come anytime, and God likes order, so keep your room clean. And so we grew up like that, like, oh, I got to keep my room clean. And so I did that to my kids because I learned that. So when my kids are growing up, I said, hey, you guys, clean your room. Don't, you can't come and eat any breakfast until your room is clean because God could come anytime. He likes order. And so in our marriage, when I was growing up, Every night, my husband would go to bed. He's looking at me like, what is she doing? I'm dusting. I'm running the vacuum. Things got to be in order. Um, no, nothing in the sink. Got to keep it clean. Got to keep order. And I did this, like, for a couple of years, seriously. And I would get so stressed out if he, if there was something in the sink. Hey, hey, you got to get out the sink. We can't have any dishes in the sink. He's looking at me like, what? So finally, we went to counseling. <laughs> And I want to tell you, counseling is, counseling is a great thing to do. It's, it keeps your marriage ha- healthy because sometimes you need someone to speak because you can't hear each other when you're constantly going back and forth. And so my husband said, I think we need to go to counseling. This is like really getting out of order here. And so I told the counselor, and he says, she says, oh, I get it. You grew up that way. And my husband, he grew up with order, but it wasn't that over the top. I mean, I had to have lines. I had to see the lines in the vacuum. I need to know that it was vacuum. He goes, this is, this is way out of order. We got to bring this back. Come back. <laughs> so what we did was I decided, okay, all right, Lord, I'm going to trust you in this. And so this was a big thing. So when my husband would come in from work, he would take his jacket and lay it down. Now, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, now, why do you need to lay the jacket down? The closet's right there. Can't you just hang that up? Can you hang that up? And the Lord challenged me for a whole week. He says, I want you to be silent. He said, I want you to be silent. And you said that you are the woman who declares and changes atmospheres. He said, I want you to declare my word. Every time you see something you don't like, I want you to declare my word and be quiet. Now, I had to go through the process. Was it, was it easy? No, it was not. Because every time, it almost looked like he was doing things to stir me up. That ever happened to you? And I'm like, so one day he came in and I just had all the carpet clean in all the rooms. So you guys already know how I am. So you already heard that part. 
and I had the couch clean. I said, yep, you can go ahead and clean the couch. I clean the, and I was like, I was so excited. It smelled good. Everything looked great. He came walking in. We always take our shoes off. He didn't take his shoes off that day. My heart was going like this. <laughs> he didn't take his shoes off. He came in, he, was, he gave me, he greeted me with a kiss and he was telling me about his day and I'm still looking at his shoes. I couldn't even concentrate. He took his jacket off and he just laid his jacket down. And I keep hearing the Lord say, silence, silence. I'm working on him. I got it. I got you. I said, Lord, help me. This is, this is not going, this is not going to go well tonight. <laughs> I had this, the dinner already. We had our dinner already. And at this time, we didn't even have our kids yet. So I had the dinner already. And um, he said, how was your day? And I'm going to be honest with you, I couldn't even tell him how my day was because I'm still looking at his shoes. He's got his shoes on. You got your shoes on. I just had the carpet clean. Everything's clean. Everything's in order. You just, you just brought everything out of order. Finally, I heard the Holy Spirit say as I began to get even quieter, he says, do you think I'm big enough to handle your husband and speak to him? Is he a man of God that hears me? He says, I just need you to pray. I need you to begin to declare and to pray what you see in him, how you see him, declare those words, and watch me work a mighty miracle. So this is what happened. I went to a women's conference. And you guys all know, when you go to a women's conference, you're so hyped when you come back. It's like nothing can hold you down. Nothing can stop you when you get back. I was so excited when I got back. And I had to keep my mind there because my big thing was this. Lord, as I walk into this house, please let things be in order. That's all I could think of. So I walked in, and the Lord says, you're going to have the joy of the Lord. If it's out of order, if one thing is out of order, you're going to have the joy of the Lord. And I said, yes, Lord, I have the joy of the Lord. And I walked in, I had my suitcase in, and my husband greeted me. He said, oh, so glad you came back. You're back. He said, how was it? I said, it was great. He's, he's asking me how it was, and I'm, I'm looking at the house like, oh. Everything was in order. Everything was lined up. He had candles burning like I usually do. So he kind of, he's like, oh, let me create the atmosphere that she does. And I couldn't get too excited because, you know, you don't want to overwhelm because it might not happen again. <laughs> so I kind of stayed calm and I said, oh, I said, everything looks so nice. I said, that's awesome. I said, thank you so much. That really blesses me. And he said, yeah, I know it does. And he said, yeah. He said, yeah, God was speaking to me while you were gone about just keeping things in order, kind of helping you out. And I was like, yes, God, yes. <laughs> so I told you that, those stories to just encourage you this morning that there is power in your words. There is power in silence. I didn't even know that until I was going through my own situation. But there's power in silence. Even in my health, there was power in just being silent. The doctors would come and give me a diagnosis and say different things. And I'm like, I'm not even speaking that. I'm not going to even speak back to that. I'm going to keep silent because God's word is working behind the scenes. So whatever you're believing God for this morning, I want to encourage you this morning that your God is big enough to handle every situation. And behind the scenes of it all, God is working. Amen. God is working. I'm going to give you something that we're going to declare together. And I must tell you this, like I tell my kids this morning, say it like you mean it. <laughs> say it like it's happening. And they're like, Mom, it's early. I said, that's okay. Just say it like you mean it. So we're believing God for breakthrough. Amen? Amen. All right. So repeat this after me. 
All right, let me read the scripture first of all. This is Psalms um, in your own prayer time. Read this, 126, 5 through 6. It says, those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seeds, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. This is your season for breakthrough. Amen? All right, repeat after me. Thank you, Father, for my season of breakthrough. Thank you, Father, for my breakthrough in finances. Thank you, Father, for my breakthrough in family. Thank you, Father, for my breakthrough in happiness. My breakthrough in employment. My breakthrough in relationships. My breakthrough in business. Thank you, Father, for your outpouring of blessings and your healing in my life. I am grateful that you see all in my life and that you are concerned about me. Thank you for giving me the best. Come on, if you believe that, put your hands together. Hallelujah. And I declare over you this morning that weapons formed against you in this season will break. That chains holding you hostage will break. That the spirit of fear lying to you will break. That the spirit of death haunting you will break. Nothing is too hard for your God. He will never forsake you. His arms are stretched out to you right now. So I want you to receive his glory right now for your breakthrough. Know that he is guiding you and your, the children of Israel through the desert. How much more will he do for you? So I command you and I declare that you will no longer murmur or complain and know that your God is big enough. So my beloved, I say to you that God says it is done. It is done in your life today. 2018, on this day in October, that you will receive your divine breakthrough and you will go through the process very easy. You'll go through the process with joy. Hallelujah. And you will receive that breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you believe that, can you just put your hands together and let the enemy know that he's defeated this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anybody, now it's all women in here. It's probably some men, in the, but that's okay. Is there any lady in here that's believing God to have a, have a baby? Anybody? Is there anybody in here that knows someone that is believing God to have a baby? Somebody is? Who's believing God to have a baby? You are? All right. I want to pray for you. Come on up. Hallelujah. You know somebody? Come on up. You know somebody or is it you, is okay? People are really scary about this because they're like, no, I don't want any more kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And all of you out there, all you prayer warriors, would you just begin to pray and point your hands toward these ladies? I just want to pray for them. So you, you know someone? Yes. You know someone? You're believing? You know someone? You're believing? You know someone? Everybody that knows someone, would you come to this side? And those that are believing, come over here. You all know someone. 
Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know someone or you're believing? I know someone. Okay, come on this side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you, you, you're believing? You're believing? You're believing? Praise God. It's going to happen. You believe it? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. We honor you this morning. We give you glory and we give you praise. And we thank you that our God is so big and he knows every desire in every woman's heart that's standing up here this morning. So, God, we thank you for those that are believing and standing in the gap for someone this morning. So, God, we pray right now over their wombs right now this morning, God, wherever they are. You said there's no distance in prayer, God. So we pray over their wombs right now and we bless you. And we thank you, Father, their bodies are lined up according to the word of God. So we speak health and wholeness over their bodies, nothing missing or broken over their lives now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that their quiver is full in Jesus' name. Quiver is full in Jesus' name. God, we thank you right now for divine breakthrough in every area, anything that's blocked, and we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. And we plead your blood over them now. We thank you, God, that their quiver is full in Jesus' name. And everyone, God, that is believing, God, for divine breakthrough for those, God, and family members and loved ones, God, that they love so dearly. They're standing in the gap for them. They're standing up here believing God for that. And so, God, we thank you for divine miracle that will happen in weeks to come, in months to come. This year, hallelujah, some great, great news is going to happen, hallelujah, because they're standing in the gap believing for divine breakthrough. So, God, we thank you right now that Thanksgiving and Christmas is going to be some great news that's going to be shared. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, if you believe that, come on and put your hands together. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for divine breakthrough. Hallelujah. God bless you, ladies. Can't wait to hear the testimonies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you. God bless Hallelujah. Before I pray for someone else, uh, this is something um, when... Um, Pastor Karen told me that you guys were um, declaring and speaking about breakthrough, something the Lord laid on my heart to do. And uh, is Rachel still in the room? She's in the back. Okay, so Rachel got a board for me. So for the next, for the next, oh, great. For the next 21 days, I am on assignment for you to pray for your breakthrough. So all you need to do is write your name on here, and I'm going to put this in my prayer room, and every morning I'm going to go before the Lord for you for your divine breakthrough. Now, if you're not serious about a breakthrough, don't put your name on there, seriously, because I'll be fasting. I won't be eating <laughs> because I'm believing that in 21 days that you're going to get your breakthrough. Now, when I say I'm not going to be eating, that don't mean I'm going to be just drinking water for 21 days. I'm going to be honest with you. No, that's not going to happen. But what I'm saying to you is that I am willing to turn over a meal because I want to see God do a divine breakthrough in your life. Because I, it's that important to me that you get a breakthrough. Amen. You know, we as women, um, you know, the enemy, he messes with us a lot because we have so much power. And if we just turn that power around to what God has called us to do, we can really see some things begin to happen. So all you need to do is put your name uh, on this board. Those that are serious, put your name on there, and I'm going to call your name out in prayer. Now, um, if you write real fancy and beautiful, 
Make sure I can really read your name because I want to be able to call your name out. That's very important to me. So that board will be in the back. Um, I will share a little bit about the